Yeah, we're rolling. Oh. Should we just leap on in? Let's welcome the viewers into our happy bar. Our happy bar. Duffy's Tavern. Hello, cocktail fans, and welcome to the gentlemen of elegant yeah. leisure. Leisure, leisure, oh. leisure. <laughs> Now, I, I have full disclosure, I thought when we started this thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that it was called The Gentleman of Ella Fitzgerald, and all we were yeah. going to be doing was talking about Ella, uh, Ella mm, her grand music, her grand music, I, jazz. Yeah. That, that, we could. We could spend yeah. the whole, I don't know much about Isn't that what we've else. been doing? Welcome to The Gentleman of Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> Well, it's not Elephant Pleasure anymore? That's my new bit. Oh. I come up with uh, a new, new name, a new every, name show. every show. Wow. Until we find one that sticks. Yes. Yep. Or stinks. Yeah. <laughs> we'll wait till it goes viral on the internet, and then we'll adopt it for our official slogan. So okay. Have you guys all had your flu shots? <laughs> no, don't do flu shots. No. No. Because no. it might go viral. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> I see. Now, you always want people to get the flu shots. Yeah, that way I don't need to. That's right. If enough people get the flu shot, the flu doesn't you know, get out there, and I'm fine not getting it. And yet today, you claim to feel under the weather. I claim that, yes. And now it's going to spread it to us. Yes. <laughs> well, if you'd had a flu shot. <laughs> the old reverse <laughs> flu shot. You know, the plague's making a comeback. Is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Where? Uh, in China? Yeah. Yeah. Making, making a bit yeah, of a the comeback. bubonic plague is, uh, is up uh-huh. and running. Yeah. Uh, because people don't believe in hygiene or or getting uh, shots anymore. <laughs> did, they, did they not actually eradicate it then? Well, and, and it's, it's escaped from the lab, or does it still well, exist in still, pockets it's, because it's in, it is? It's in nature. Oh, I guess it is. Yes. Yeah. But if you <laughs> if you make a mistake, yeah. you know. But it really is the granddaddy of all. Yeah. Oh, it's the diseases. <laughs> yeah, it's been around because you hear it throughout history. Oh, sure. It's the Elvis of. Communicable diseases. It is. It really It's, it's got I mean, at least one song. Yeah. Wiped yeah. out a third of Europe in the 1300s. Mm-hmm. Made another comeback, 1600s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from there, various other parts of the world. Yeah. Perfectly healthy in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Dead by nightfall. <laughs> Dead by nightfall. Crazy. I'm feeling better. <laughs> You're not fooling anyone. <laughs> and, and do the rats get it too, or do the rats only carry it? I, I thought the, I thought it's the flea on the rat. Oh, that's right. It's the flea on the rat. Right. So Which the is, flea doesn't get it. The flea doesn't. Get <laughs> no, I don't the think. The, I don't think it could. Yeah, I don't think the flea. It's got, it gets uh, a nasty cough. That's yeah. all. But if the but if the rat was bitten by the flea, the rat also did not. That get. I don't know. You never heard about bubo covered rats? <laughs> well, I guess a, any dead rat's a good rat from. From most people's point of view. <laughs> hmm. All the rats are dying. Oh, dear, we should look into that. And so they never really found out what did it back in the day. It would just kill enough people and finally peter out. I think peter if you out. talk to people who were trained, they know all about it. No, we I, don't. In the day, I oh, mean. In the day? Oh, yes. yeah, no. They had no idea. They had no idea. How, how diseases were spread. Oh. I mean, I guess they eventually must have... I think they thought it was the rats. I don't think they knew it was the fleas. So I think they did have a massive rat eradication program. Oh, okay. Because I think they thought it was cats for a while, too. 
But they thought cats did everything. <laughs> huh. I thought cats could drive a car. And they had the, the crazy uh, mask with the big long yes. beak on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the belief of that was well, that the, it was a smell, and so you would put uh, like herbs and stuff in the in the nose to to filter out the the whatever thing was in the air. Right. Meanwhile, there's a flea on your leg. Yeah. And you've been bitten. <laughs> and you're done. You're wow. Game over there, Doc. And I wonder if there was anybody that was naturally immune to it. I was. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot because about you. Because you're nearly a thousand years old. Yes. yes. Outlander. Clearly. Partridge. Yeah. No effect on me. <laughs> no. Good for you. I don't know. This sounds fascinating. I know. I know. No. <laughs> this is a cocktail podcast. Some of the you know, diseases seem to be... Uh, I am going to do some research on that and uh, have a report typed up for the next uh, meeting. Fantastic. Because, yeah, well, how far into the show are we right now? Oh, well, only five minutes. Well, still five minutes. And for three guys that know nothing about the play, yeah, we've covered a lot. Of we've, we've spread enough misinformation to last, uh, oh, you know, several podcasts. It's, it's going to guarantee the spread of this thing no matter what. Yes, yeah, so if we were spreading the plague like yeah. we spread misinformation. <laughs> well, I think we, yeah. we might be. Huh. Goodbye, <laughs> Europe. <laughs> Well, anyways, back to <laughs> lighter stuff. Should we do roll call? <laughs> oh, yes. I'm Dave. Dave. And you're <laughs> Jason. Present. Present. And Fred. Here. Here. I remember one time in grade five, uh, we had a separate teacher for Jim. And then that's because the gym teacher was a dumb guy. <laughs> and so whatever he couldn't teach, then yeah. our teacher would teach. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, he was going through the roll call because we'd moved over to his class. And he said, uh, Jason. And I went, yup. And everybody laughed. Oh, nice. And he said, uh, a simple here will do. <laughs> Mr. Smarty Pants. <laughs> well, that was pretty good. And that's, uh, that's how the legend started. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Or yo, as the case may be. Yeah, Mr. Gifford. Yeah. Did you do any more yo's after that? Oh, we had a Mr. Gifford at mine. School really, but he was a grade seven teacher. And was he there for how long? Was he there for? Well, he taught my sister, so uh, he's three years older than me. I don't know how long he was at my school. Probably four or five years. Hmm. I wonder if he transferred to Ray Shepherd after there. Maybe sure, I don't know. In disgrace. I don't know what his first name was. He always wore the same shirt. He was one of those kind of teachers, like yeah. the same shirt for the four years that I was yeah. aware of him. <laughs> It was like a blue yeah. velour long sleeved thing with a stripe on it. Mm. Yeah, I think that's what he wore. Yeah. <laughs> I, think he had thought, I think he thought it was like a uniform. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. And quite often shorts. I mean, like yeah. on the Goldbergs or something. Yeah. This guy wore shorts. Yeah. Maybe he wore like a longer kind of a rugby pants style be. in the winter. But Mr. Gifford. Yeah. Mm. Mr. Our gym teacher uh, wore the short shorts. Oh, he did? Yeah. All year round. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And this was in Surrey? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right up to... Uh, yeah. We like, had to wear them to the nylon ones. I had no insulating value whatsoever. No, it was like wearing a, <laughs> a, a bathing suit. Yeah. If you're lucky. But a, a felt- bathing suit would have been warmer because <laughs> this is all ga- gapy and baggy. So, uh, you know, it'd be November. We'd be outside and, uh, you know, it's not raining. Yeah. <laughs> no. So you get a nice cold breeze up your shorts and it's like, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, God. It's amazing any of us survived. And yet it's exactly why we survived. I suppose we're, mm-hmm. yes. we're made of tough stuff. Perhaps if in eastern China or western China, wherever the plague has come back, yeah. if they had had harsh gym teachers like we did, <laughs> they'd yeah. still be around today. 
Yeah. Well, so leave a comment at the bottom of the blog post to tell us your favorite uh, gym teacher story <laughs> and why you drink now. <laughs> yeah, that's why we drink. Or your favorite plague story. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's true. You know, that'd be fun. You know, a lot of people might have some, uh, you know, family history, a little family story about the plague. This is left Jason's speech. <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting road we've gone he's, down this week. Uh, he's feeling a bit verklempt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it is a cocktail podcast as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in case you didn't know, folks. And I'm, out the, long enough. And I'll talk about my stuff at the intermission. Sure, because I'm so excited time. about trying this first drink. I know. It's, I, it's what amazing. is it? It's, it's amazing this hasn't come up before. Oh, yeah. We haven't even tried to tie it in with this. I, I asked uh, Dave to do a chord. No. He won't, he won't strum. Mm, but you've struck a chord. Yeah, well, I think I struck a nerve. Oh. <laughs> Apparently he's a bedroom uh, guitarist. Mm. Well, you see, have you seen his eyes? That's true. It goes with his eyes. <laughs> uh, well, I can always just drop in a big chord right here. <laughs> Thank you. Way to shred. Oh, and why were we doing that? Oh, we still... Oh, my God. We should edit these god-awful things, right? We're doing... Mm-hmm. That's the... It's guitar it's the, theme. It's the lead-in. We said two episodes ago mm-hmm. we were going to do the Fender Bender yep. in honor of Fender Guitar uh-huh. and the Gibson... In honor of Gibson Guitar. In honor of Gibson. Even though those companies have nothing to do with these drinks. Nothing they, to do with no, no association whatsoever. Well, Other than the name. That's good. Otherwise, we'd probably have to... Pay the money. As Fred said, Fender Bender is really more car related. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Unless you're, right. you're misusing your guitar. It's like if you had too many Gibsons, you might end up in a Fender Bender. Right. Or, yes, I see it. Yes, I got a <laughs> bent Fender. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> Fell right off the stage. Yeah. Um, but we love a theme, and so that was the theme. But as it turns out, there could be two no more different. Uh, is that the right phrase? Is that the right sentence? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's perfectly. Um, Right, two more different drinks than these drinks, uh, yeah. apart from one another, comparatively yeah. speaking. Could, could they be? Yeah, exactly. And so we started to look into the Gibson, both Dave and Fred and mm-hmm. myself, all both of us, <laughs> looked into the Gibson. Yeah. And the Gibson has fascinating history. Oh, yeah. What did you find out, other than what we discussed yesterday? I don't know. I looked up Gibson guitar. Oh, oh good. Well, we, we, well, have you got any background on Gibson guitar to open uh, with? formed in 1902 and been around making stringed instruments ever since. And where are they located? Uh, Nashville. They started in Kalamazoo, but then they moved to Nashville. I think that's... I think they have a few plants in different places in the States, but... And yet Nashville, not much of a music town. No, that's 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 odd. Well, either it's Kalamazoo, (laughs) really, but, you know, where it started. Yeah, mostly known for their automobiles. Yeah, the Nash Metropolitan, of course. And Fender was originally in Fullerton, California, but they're now, I think they're in Corona, which is not that far from where they... Have you ever been there? I have been to both places, Fullerton and Corona. In fact, my wife went to university at Cal State Fullerton. Oh, Hmm. Have, Have you been, been to both factories? No. Can you tour the Fender factory? Uh, I think you can. Well, all right. We'll put a link at the bottom of wherever you put links. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fender, <laughs> if you're listening, we'll be down for our free tour. Yes. Yeah. In the next uh, little <laughs> little while. Yeah, I'll look forward to that. Yeah. Um, well, what about the drinks? Well, the, the funny thing about the Gibson, right, 
as we were dis we were discussing this yesterday, and so I wanted to have a little bit of, of background stuff here. So I'm going to give some comments, and then you guys can chime in because of what we discussed. All right. It's called the Gibson, and it's very similar to the Gin Martini. It, How so? It's identical <laughs> <laughs> to the dry Gin Martini. Oh, okay. Except instead of a briny olive, yeah. it has a pickled pearl onion in it. Well, that's... Um... Slim, slim yeah. differentiation. Yes, I know. I didn't know like a garnish, a different garnish somehow could change it into a whole different cocktail. Well, in my digging around here, I found out what may be kind of the reason, although okay. I must say the article that it was in was not very well written. Mm. Well done, National Post. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you this first little one here, the highlights of this, and then uh, Fred will chime in because I think he chimed in yesterday. Uh, the story goes that Charles Gibson, who Ooh. created the Gibson Girls, which I'm not really familiar with. No. But Fred claims to be, because he was born a thousand years ago. <laughs> That's right. No relation to the Gilmore Girls. Which oh. I have seen. Yeah. Yes. Boy, if we <laughs> truncated our silence, we'd yeah. sound like the yeah. Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, the Gibson Girl was um, sort of a, yeah, there's an illustrator. He was an illustrator. Uh, and it was basically around the turn of the century. So you had the bit of the bustle. But the smaller bustle, not the bigger bustle, and long, um, uh, long dress, uh, and a high high neckline. That's sort of the Gibson girl. Sexy. I like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all covered up, eh? Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Use your imagination. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, I assumed that it was more of a pinup type thing, but it is not mm, a pinup. It was then. <laughs> <laughs> it fully clothed it, women. It's your idea of a Sometimes get a flash of ankle. Really? Mm hmm. But but uh, what were they used for? Was he just an uh, illustrator? He was an illustrator. Advertising? Um, they weren't actually for titillating purposes. No. Or were they for titillating no. purposes? No, no they're just illustration for fashion oh. and magazines. And, yeah. Um, that's, yeah. The, the, but, yes, <laughs> not for pinups. All right. The story goes that Charles Gibson, who created the Gibson Girls in the late 19th century. Mm -hmm. Now, this is confusing. A lot of people don't understand that. That's the 1800s. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't be thrown off by the 19th century. No, mm -hmm. yeah. There's no 19 involved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They should say in the late 1800s. Yeah, it would make more sense. Mm -hmm. Ask the bartender at the Players Club to create a special cocktail for him. Uh, after some ambitious attempts at originality, the bartender settled on nothing more adventurous than a dry martini, which is actually a really shitty thing to do, <laughs> garnished with small cocktail onions. Right. Then there's another story. Oh, I'm going to save that one. Yeah. Hang on. I'm going to okay. save the other story. So that's what we thought. Gibson Girl. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then, the, then uh, I think it was the, one of the websites we looked at. They implied also, though, Charles Dana Gibson, right? Mm. Graphic artist. Mm-hmm is uh, said to have requested a fresh take on the martini. So now he's saying, hey, I want a fresh take on the martini. Yeah. Well, visiting the private social club, the players, resulting in the garnish swap. Uh, <laughs> there was another, I thought there was another one that we read there, but that's why there was, oh, here, this is the one. Served with two onions. This is what this one says. Today a Gibson is a dry martini served with two onions. Charles Dana Gibson produced hugely popular pen and ink drawings between the 90s and the 30s. The 1890s. Yeah. <laughs> and the 1930s. His illustrations of girls were iconic, and it is said the drink was named after the well-endowed Gibson girls. Mm -hmm. Now you're saying that they weren't, they were covered up. Well, yeah, not. but they were, 
Oh, they were had the bustle, hustle in their bustle. Yeah, yeah they had uh, a blouse yeah. full of goodies. Yeah, a blouse full of goodies. Say. So it said the drink was named after them, hence the two onions. The mm. two on- onions mm. being your substitute mm. for your bosom. Oh, huh? your, your uh, oh, I liked it, and I like to get your, bosom. Your front bottom. <laughs> and uh, and the the bartender at the Players Club, Charlie Connolly, is credited for at least adding the garnish, if not actually creating the drink. Uh, so there was that. Now there's another one though that says that you can't do it with two onions. You have to do it with either one onion or three onions because it's supposed to be bad luck. Huh. Hmm. I know that's the case with bamboo. It's all feng shui. This one says the martini savory second cousin, the Gibson, mm-hmm. uses a pickled cocktail onion in place of the typical briny olive to add an umami undertone to the classic cocktail. Umami. It says, here's another story. The Gibson is believed to have been created by San Francisco businessman Walter D.K. Gibson in the late 1800s, or the late 19th century, (laughs) who thought that eating onions prevented colds. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's in there. Oh, I should get me some onions right now. And I got one more in here, because this is, uh, there's so many stories, but this one was that, um, that um, it wasn't that it was a health thing. Oh, a uh, uh, teetotaling Charles Dana Gibson, the guy that in the other stories claims that he wants a martini, <laughs> uh, unless it's a separate Mr. Gibson, he put an onion into his water-filled martini glass to differentiate his drink while maintaining appearances among colleagues. Well, that would just be a glass of water with an onion in it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if that counts as a cocktail. Are we going to do that next week? We might do that one. Um, most perplexing of all, the earliest renditions make no mention of an onion in the Gibson. So we don't know. <laughs> it could be that it prevents cold. Could be that it's supposed to be boobs. It, oh, and then the, what the National Post sort of implied was that when the martini, ugh, this is going on and on. I, mean, I want to drink one of these damn things. Yeah. It, it was like the Gibson was the martini, is sort of what they're implying. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, not the martini, the cocktail. Because the martini was made with half vermouth mm-hmm. and half gin when it first came out. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the Gibson was not that. The, Jimson, the Gibson was mostly gin with a little bit of vermouth. So it was a drier one. Right. And you put the olive in it mm-hmm. to show other people, well, what are you drinking? The vermouth-heavy <laughs> martini? This is the much more pure mm. And this guy also claimed in the National <clears throat> Post article that the onion, unlike all the other things, has less flavor in the drink. Right. That the briny olive actually carries some flavor into the drink. Mm-hmm. Here, the gin is supposed to stand out head and shoulders above the rest. And that's why the Gibson fell out of flavor because it, or fell out of favor and flavor mm-hmm. because <laughs> as the martini got drier and drier and drier. There was no need for the Gibson. Right. It forced the Gibson out. <laughs> Just like the Nash Metropolitan. <laughs> so, people said uh, over all the stuff that the Gibson is really a great drink. Yep. Many bars don't even know about it. No. Even presently. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to do one. It's a classic cocktail that's fallen by the wayside. It's just a gin martini mm-hmm. with olives. Let's see if it's any different. Right. So how, how dry are you going to make this? I'm going to follow what most of the <clears> recipes <throat> say, which was two and a half ounces of gin right. and a half ounce of dry vermouth. Wow. And okay. two, three, one, 
Take up a jar full. We're going to put a jar full of a jar full of onions in there. We're going to drain all of the uh, pickling juice out of your jar. That's right. Then fill it with gin. Yeah. And we'll go for it. I'll uh, I'll have as many onions as uh, as the job calls for. Can you hand me that uh, a bottle of vermouth? We're going to use Dave's Tanqueray gin here today. Thanks, Dave. No, oh, you're most welcome, Dave. That's for sh- gin's for sharing, <laughs> as, you, as the saying goes. And uh, it's funny because I, uh, we were thinking of using the old Tom gin because we thought there might be oh. a variation on the Gibson. Right. But everything starts to use gin, not old Tom <laughs> not gin. Old Tom. What's the difference between old Tom gin and gin? I think old Tom gin is sweeter than gin. I think it has a bunch of sugar oh, added okay. to it or something. Sweeter than wine. It's, it, a, it's definitely ginny. Sweeter than wine. What does it say? Forty percent. Sweeter than wine. Well, we can uh, we can give that a little. If we're interested later, we can. Yes, because the second drink, the Fender Bender, which is all over the map, <laughs> <laughs> and why we're doing it secondly, is because it uh, it has all sorts of oh. <laughs> crazy possibilities. No, we've sort of almost created the fender bender to a certain extent. We've willed it into existence. <laughs> That's right. We needed it to exist, and so it's happened. There's three fender bender. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but yeah. there's three fender bender uh, recipes online. There's a peach schnapps and chartreuse one. Oof. There's the Yukon Jack and mm. Cutty Sark that we're going to do. And then there's one that's more like a Manhattan with bourbon mm. and uh, vermouth and, and Sinar, if that's how you say it, and something else. Yeah. There was a fourth. And we, we couldn't we couldn't get that. <laughs> so we didn't do it. And that's the truth. Maybe what I'll do is I'm going to skewer some oh, okay. onions on these. Fred was kind enough to bring us picks. Mm-hmm. Guitar picks. <laughs> uh, you are... Now these picks uh, are officially too big. Yeah. But that's okay. Well, it's a. It's like you're, you get to some of these fancy cocktail places, and they want things to be awkward. They do. So we're gonna do two. Right. Because I like the idea I of like the Gibson girls' mm-hmm. uh, breasticles or whatever they're called. What are they called? Um, uh, chest pieces. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Busty substances. No, like someone's been doing their Peter Cook research <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> Pete and Dud. Right? Pete and Dud? Oh, yes. Well, exactly. That was what they used to say. Yeah. Oops. Oh. I know. Maybe I got two on that one. Oh, Oh, almost. And that's the grossest of the bunch. (laughs) (laughs) So this is going to be good. I think so. So there is a little bit of a pickly flavor, or a smell, anyway, from the, uh, who's your Macaulay? Smell. And I think that this is actually supposed to be stirred, so that it's going to be beautifully clear. Yeah. But we're going to shake it. You know, there's a lot of rules that we break. And hearts. Yeah. I mean, I like my cocktail. My, actually, I like my vodka vermouth cocktail, as you call it, uh, shaken and not stirred. Right. I like it actually cold, a little bit watered down. That's, that's, that's how I am. That's, that's, that's weird. What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. Yeah, that's, that's what's weird. Uh, Okay, that's really cool. Yeah. That's the idea, I think. Well done, though. And so, it shouldn't be as dry necessarily as the dry martini, but oh. what it lacks in dryness, 
It makes up for in wetness. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just blabbering. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. And uh, if you actually are fighting something, Freddie, it's yeah. good that we got these onions because they're good for. <laughs> well, that's what I. That's what one of those guys said, right? It's 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 all about um, onions, and uh, it keeps up the cold. It, I don't know. Yes. Oh my gosh, this makes a lot. This is fantastic. Yeah. And now this is good. I'm gonna. That's I'm gonna, a regulation size cocktail there, I think. I'm gonna try to order one in a restaurant sometime and see if they know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So it's all about the onions. Well, what do you think? I think this looks great. I'll take the weird one. I'll pass this over <laughs> to Davy. All right. And now we're taking a strip. A strip. Hey, oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> taking a strip off of you. <laughs> a trip back in time to the Gibson girls, or uh, health, or happiness. In fact, health and happiness. Health, oh, I To like the that. two of you. Sounds good. Are gonna, oh. I can smell the gin. Yeah. Me too. It, uh, it does taste different than a martini, and I didn't think it was going to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I think that's quite neat. Yeah, it is neat. You can taste the pickle the, juice it's somehow. It's definitely uh, oniony. Onion. It's Good. oniony. Yeah. Weird. Yes. It's savory. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, I would have thought that a salty olive, but I guess it does taste like a salty olive. Yeah, but this is not, and so it doesn't. I think Dave finds it boring and pedestrian because there's not enough going on. And he's correct. I don't know. I'm not a huge martini fan. It's, it's anyway. like white wine. You have a glass of white wine. Even though I like gin. Right. It's white wine. So right. There's good wines and bad wines, but even the very best glass of white wine... Tastes like white wine. Well said. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> now, what will the onion taste like when it's been coated in gin and vermouth? Oh, I can only taste like heaven. <laughs> so if you're used to having gin martinis, or mm-hmm. martinis as they're often called, this is a nice, uh, I think it's a nice way to change it up. Yes. It's, it's a subtle difference. Yeah, the gin had no effect on the onion. No. Onions are pretty pungent. <laughs> The cocktail onion, the story goes, was added as a means to mark the distinction, to make clear at a glance, Mm -hmm. which was the purest martini, the martini in its ideal form, that the cocktail onion seemed to interfere less with the flavor of the base ingredients only added to its natural appeal. Hmm. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I don't... I can tell it's not just a regular martini. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's funny, though, because uh, I, I know that you're not a fan of vermouth, as is nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it, it um, does seem to mitigate it, considering that yes. there's as much in it. Good point. Yeah, there's a ton of vermouth in this mm-hmm. compared to how I usually make uh, drinks like this. Mm-hmm. To, to make it as dry mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah. So I think that's kind of interesting. Uh-uh. Uh, hey, that's an onion. That's <laughs> funny. It says, the Gibson is a popular drink that every gin lover will want to taste. It's been around for over a century. And the recipe is incredibly simple. You may even know it already. Mm. And now you do know it, dear listener. You know what? I think I would want three onions. I think I would want three onions, too. And Mm. I haven't even had one of my onions. These are nice onions. Italissima. Oh, the Italissima. No, well, you went fancy, did you? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have an onion now, too. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, wacky. Not mm-hmm. with the gin? No. Oh. Mm. I'm in. Yeah. I'm a Gibson man. I think you are. I'm a Gibson boy. Are you just a Gibson boy? <laughs> I don't know. We should put in a guitar solo right here. 
That's by imitation of a wah pedal. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Gibson. Gibson is a winner. It may yeah. not be your favorite cocktail, but this I would order again. I would this order is this. A, this is I would a order this bet. in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just to see what happens. But they're going to say, a what now? They might. Uh, how about beets? We got pickled beets, mm-hmm. which would then, by definition, be a different cocktail. Would you like turnip sticks in that? <laughs> uh, are they pickled? Sure. sure. All right, why not? Yeah, no, okay. So I want everybody at home to try a Gibson. I want everybody to order a Gibson. Mm-hmm. We, we are on a crusade to yeah. bring the Gibson back to... Bring back the Gibson. To its lofty perch that it was once knocked from. I think people, uh, they're mistaken. Whatever they're thinking about the Gibson, they have no idea. They have no idea. It's um, Dave's cuckoo for it. It's a fine drink and a fine guitar. Do you have a Gibson guitar? I do would you like to have a Gibson guitar? I had one at one time. And what happened to it? I sold it. Oh, I thought maybe it got in a like it was a Gibson. It got bent or something. No, I take care of my guitars except when people knock them over. <laughs> well, well, if you leave them lying around, that's a backstory about the time that Fred <laughs> knocked over Dave's guitar right here in this very room. Mm-hmm. When we're all standing here yeah. on a night much like this. <laughs> well, yeah. Fortunately, it was my little. Practice guitar, not my more impressive. Yeah, but it, it, it bounced surprisingly well. Yeah, no, it broke the tuning peg on it. I had to get it repaired. Ooh. Yikes. Fortunately, it's under warranty, so I'm letting you off the hook. <laughs> next time. Yeah. But next time. You better write me a check. You had to drive down to the States to uh, to get it fixed. Really? Yeah. To go to Bellingham. Now, speaking of going down to the States. Mm-hmm. Perfect segue. Thank you. Well, let me tell you, what a what a trip. We didn't get half the drinks done we wanted to, but I looked at my list. I had to reconstruct the trip. What are you talking about? Did you go on a trip? Um, <laughs> I went on a trip, and I missed the last episode. Yes, I tried did. phoning in, but nobody answered. What, what, what happened? You called me, did you? I didn't call I think I phoned Jason. I don't think mm-hmm. you actually phoned anybody. <laughs> didn't I? I don't think so. I think you only texted to say, shall I phone in now? Yeah. And uh, Dave and I had recorded much earlier in the day. Right. Just to, just as a, outmaneuver me, mm-hmm. outflank me yet again. Mm-hmm. It's like playing Risk with you guys. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason's the general patent of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's a captain of strategy. Oh, I know. No, he's uh, he's always two steps ahead. Mm-hmm. I can never get up, get, get catch up with him. But that being said, yeah, yes, I did go away, and I was uh, mentioning uh, to Jason earlier today. I tried to um, reconstruct. It took me about two hours to reconstruct the trip, um, with receipts, pictures, um, you know, uh, Instagram posts, trying to figure out what it was that I actually did. I. Um, I'm gonna, as I mentioned to Jason, I'm going to start remembering instead. Yeah. It's a lot good. easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not always easy no? when you get older. Oh. That's right. In fact, we've noticed yeah. that you're not remembering much of anything anymore. Are you okay? <laughs> well, I went on a trip last week. <laughs> we, we Tell us about it. May it help you remember? It took me Your segment's only hours. three minutes long, by the way. We've only got <laughs> three minutes. Oh, darn. <laughs> well, we were gone for, for about eight days. We spent, I think it was roughly... Four days in Disneyland and four days in L.A. And um, I'm just going to check here. 
There was a time when going to uh, Disneyland was going to L.A. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. For some people. For if some you people. said you were going to Disneyland, that just meant California in general. Yeah, Southern yeah. California. But my, uh, my niece, um, Melissa, has never been to Los Angeles. She's been to Disneyland, I don't know, five or six times. Wow. Even her brother. Even her brother. Has been to Los Angeles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thomas. Thomas, the tank engine. Thomas, the tank engine. He's, uh, he's been to Los Angeles. He's been to many places. And, uh, but, yep, yeah, no, she's, no, she's, she's focused. She's focused on the, uh, the LA park. has much to offer. It does. It's uh, I'm there twice a year. Yes. <laughs> what has it got to offer, Dave? Oh, it's swimming pools and movie stars. Yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> what do you think? Don't you know the song? <laughs> Where? But you're down in like Orange County, like you're way down in the. I'm actually further imp- than Orange County. Yeah, you're in the Riverside. The Riverside, that's right. The what, the yeah, Imperial, the Imperial. What's it called? Hmm? Imperial Valley. No, what's it? The, no, like the Inland Empire. The Inland it's Empire. Like you're trying to yeah. get out of your mouth. <laughs> the Inland wow. Empire. Yeah, so it situates most of the Riverside and parts of. Was there in fact a river there to be? Uh... That's a good question. I don't know. Mm. I imagine there are rivers, but I don't know if it's actually named Riverside for yeah. being next to a river. Funny. It's, uh, it, it probably follows my theory on uh, subdivisions, which uh, I've mentioned before. If you see a place that's called Blackberry Walk, the blackberries are gone and there's no place to walk. <laughs> right. if, it's, yes. if you're looking in Riverside, there is no river, nope. so there's nothing to be alongside. There was one. If there was one. Long buried, long, long dried up. Buried. And yet Orange County has sidewalks mm-hmm. and nobody walks on them. Right. Does Orange County have any oranges? They do. They still do some? still have oranges. The, most of the groves are gone, but people have yeah, orange be, trees in exactly. the Exactly. So people have them in their yards, yeah. and I have seen that and in, in L.A. trees and yeah. things like that. Yeah. But yeah, the groves are gone, right. and that's what it was named after, I presume, or mm-hmm. General Orange. I guess so. Yeah. Like the old orchard shopping mall, yeah. where they had that old orchard oh, before they put in the shopping mall. <laughs> Anyway, we digress. You digress. So, we went to Anaheim and also Greater Los Angeles. Greater Los Angeles. So near as I could tell, we had drinks every day, which was great. Um, and we, we did, uh, we covered a lot of ground. Uh, first day we went to Trader Sam's. I had the shrunken zombie head. Uh, day two, ended up at Carthay Circle. Let me just jump back. Oh. Did you get to go inside of Trader Sam's? No. Oh my gosh. It was like luck the first time we went there. I know. We've never been inside again. I know. Well, everybody was hungry and thirsty. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I think we can, let's, we can, let's just, we'll get on a list. I said, no, it's just, you know, it was, to be fair, I think it was 9, 9.30 at night. We hadn't had supper yet. So. Sure. And so we, we ended up, uh, and then, then a couple of guys from Hawaii set up about 12 feet from us and started going, they're pretty good. Sure they are, but I hate that. Oh sure, no, but live musicians. Yeah, then you're gonna scourge of the earth. You got to turn around every once in a while and go. Yeah, well, there's that. You do have to. Thank you. Thanks very much. Yeah, I was trying to talk, but at least they weren't, you know, shredding their Gibson. So they were. It was quite quiet, so we could still talk. So, but it was good. Okay. So shrunken zombie head. Uh, Carthay Circle, the next day, Carthay Circle is a great place to drink. Uh, I had the, a bourbon cresta, mm. which is the forerunner to the margarita. I don't remember. Didn't we do a crusta? I think. Uh, or is it too crusty for us? It's to too do? crusta. You got to roll it around in sugar or something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so I think in the way they do it in Forgotten Cocktails, you got to have a big 
hunk of, hunk of orange peel inside of it. Oh, yeah, you're right. And it's I would look big... at that and say, that oh, looks like a lot of <laughs> Yes. But they, they just didn't do that, and it was less work. So maybe we should do it that way. Okay. Um, and then we went to uh, Oga's Cantina, and I had the... Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. That's right. I just want to say, I want to interject. Oh, interject. I'm, I'm warming up to this. Yeah, oh, well, it's a good thing you've got a big jug of uh, gin here. Yeah. <laughs> continue on, continue on. Oh, yeah. Um, I had the jet juice. I think um, two of the ladies had the outer rim, and somebody had the Jedi mind trick. And let's see. Oh, I brought the. Wow. You guys got You guys can look at. I mm. copied up the menu there, mm. and we had the batu bits, which is their version of the. Uh, the poo-poo platter. <laughs> now, this is interesting because I heard just recently, again, just off topic a little bit, but mm-hmm. on Galaxy's Edge and Disneyland and Disney World, mm-hmm. they've started to change the names of some of the uh, products because people weren't ordering them because they didn't know, for example, what the Bronto bits were. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and people would actually be like, oh, I don't want to get that. Like, how, <laughs> how dumb are you then? Because yeah. I'm sure if you looked a little bit further, it would say that it was it, barbecued chicken or something does. like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but there's been a problem. People are because I don't know if I want... Oh, Bantu. I don't. I don't eat Batu, Bantu, or whatever the hell they are. No, I don't want fried pog or, yeah. or whatever those oh, things are yeah. called. So you got jet juice, mm-hmm. Maker's Mark bourbon, Ancho Ree's chili liqueur, yeah. Sedia acai liqueur or acai, however you say that one. White grape juice and lemon juice. Oh, that's wow. pretty good. Did you get to keep the mug? <laughs> no, I tried to avoid that because then you end up collecting. See, there's a dig of a slug, a slug slinger. <laughs> I'm the average tourist now thinking that there's a slug. Yeah, I don't want anything with a slug in it. And you're limited to 45 minutes. Fuzzy Tauntaun, Jetty Mind Trick. So the Fuzzy Tauntaun, yeah. we were at a, a table. So there's a table of a family there. And so they're just jamming them in. And so I say, you have to share a table with the family. So we don't care. We just want to get wasted. Right. So um, so we sat down and the mom says, uh, you know, I had that fuzzy whatever. And uh, it's got something that numbs your tongue. And now I regret not getting it. Is that the buzz button tingling foam? Yeah. It actually w- w- numbs your tongue like Novocaine. Mm. Hmm. In lips, if you get any on you. Really? Yeah. yeah. And uh, now, now I'm thinking I should... Of course, she's just having an allergic reaction. Oh, yeah. It could have been that. <laughs> yes. By the time they wheeled her out, yeah. she could hardly talk. Oh. <laughs> I'd like to have the anaphylactic I, shot. I believe she's having. <laughs> cool. Um, a weird place. I'll show you the video later. Mm. Um, I just sort of did a, a, a 360 of the, where we were. It's busy. There's no um, no aliens playing musical instruments, though. No, but there's they a get to cheap out on that. There's DJ a, Rex there's is spinning platters that's in the right. corner. There's a yeah. It, unfortunately, not in the corner for us. It was next to us, and so we couldn't see him. Oh, because he's up booth. high. A little, he's, uh, he's up high enough that everybody can see him, yeah. unless you're right up right, against right him. Right next to him. <laughs> so. And they've got some little bits where the power goes off, and the, and they grab a big mallet and hit something, and the power comes back on again. They do that about every I don't know, fifteen or twenty minutes. Oh. At Trader Sam's, mm-hmm. uh, they have a thing, Dave, where if you order a particular drink, uh, there's a couple of things happen. There's a picture. Is it a picture? Mm-hmm. Or is it a window? Well, it's sort of a, it looks like a picture. It's sort of a 3D... Uh, volcano explodes. Yep. And you actually see the lava come down and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But there's another one where there's a, a ship in a bottle, mm-hmm. and yeah. it starts to rain in the bottle, and the, mm-hmm. it starts to rock in the bottle, and the ship sinks in the <laughs> bottle, and it's not in the bottle anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's up on a thing, so it's... Yeah. Do they have anything like that here, or it's just a guy with a mallet? No, it's just they're doing the bits. Okay. So they've got little bits that they do. And I don't know if there's others, but uh, so. Um, 
Loosen the purse strings, Disney. Yeah, well, I guess it was supposed to be a much bigger space, right? You you mentioned that. It was. It was supposed to be a great big space. And they have, what if there's one thing? Well, they don't have a lot of space there, but the way they're shuffling people in and out, that thing could have been twice as big, and it'd still be just as busy. All right. But uh, but that was but it was fun. Um, uh, there's a guy. Uh, the people that came in after the other family left. The one guy came in with his uh, Jedi robes. He was about uh, 58, <laughs> and he brought his buddy who was wearing a Starfleet uniform. Oh, no. Sure. Troublemaker. J.J. Uh, Abrams. See what you've done, J.J.? J.J.? You've muddied the waters. <laughs> they think it's all the same now. It's not the same! I thought you weren't allowed to wear costumes in Galaxy Z. Well, well... You know, they don't care. They, they don't they, care. They, they just it was of, a dumb rule I, to have in the first I think place. He, I think he slipped it on when he came inside. It's a, it is dark. I'll give you that. It's a bar. Right. It's loud, like a bar. Uh, there's booths from the outside, then there's stand-up tables, and then there's an inner bar where you can also stand up. So we were lucky to be sitting, frankly. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that was great. Uh, I mean, it's it's a neat place to go, uh, to hang out in. It, it's, um, it's sort of like um, uh, New Orleans Square, I guess. So it's got the atmosphere and the shops. And so you can hang out in New Orleans Square, and it's interesting. Um, but there's not much to do except hang out and look at oh this is neat and then well, here comes a band they're going to play and that kind of stuff and so it's the same sort of thing in, right. in minus Latin, the band Latin, Latin, <laughs> minus the band which they should have they should have maybe maybe next year they should have the bum heads the bum heads should wander yeah. around it could happen that's what we always call those guys <laughs> in the cantina <laughs> oh. they did play that eventually but yeah. a short version of it right I wanted the disco one but anyway that's just me <laughs> Uh, and after that, because they, they hustle us out pretty quick, because they got to keep, uh, keep the traffic up, we went over back to the cafe, even though it was a bit of a hump, <laughs> to get to another land. But we went back, and they actually got us a table outside on the street, and so I went back and had an aviation. Wow. They did good, and they do good drinks. The Cathay Circle, I tell you, they, they make an effort. Uh, drinks are like a titch sweeter than you would normally make them. But just, just, just a little bit. Just a wee scooch. Um... Which suits everybody, sure. except you. You like your bitterness. No, we love sweetie drinks. <laughs> Haven't you listened to this show oh, before? Oh, that's true. Uh, but yeah, so it's a little bit on the sweeter side. They take them, yeah. But uh, but the two drinks I had there were both uh, both really good, and uh, we we enjoyed just hanging out there too. So that was good. People used to go to Disneyland and they'd go on rides and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but now it's a big drink. And there's there's, a, there's another one at the top of the bridge, the uh, Pixar Pier, uh, which we didn't get to. It's all high tops, and uh, it's a it's another bar. It's like a wine bar, but I think they've got cocktails there of course they've got the the kiosk that sells margaritas that you can walk around with like vegas <laughs> <laughs> can you get a yard a yard yeah, of margarita I think, I think you get a yard of margarita God. and you can still get uh, chowder in a bowl a bread bowl i think hallelujah hallelujah uh so that was that and then uh, on saturday we ended up at the shag gallery which i mentioned and you met shag met shag we had an awkward moment together Really? As I was too tired and, and a little bit drunk. Open bar. Open bar? Yeah. That's how Shag works. That's how he works. Uh, he was great. We just uh, shook hands. And then the, the guy uh, took... He, he signed my picture. I shook his hand. And the guy took went to get it wrapped. And so it's just me and Shag. Like, what? <sighs> you know what you should have said? You ever see uh, Fred and Velma anymore? <laughs> Whatever happened to your dog? Yeah. <laughs> Scooby Doo. See, that's I should I should have called you. Sure. Should have texted you. What do I say to Shag? Yeah. No, I wanted to say. You, he gets furious and he smashes the artwork. 
<laughs> he's a very nice guy. Sure. I just, I just, you know, I don't know how to relate to a successful artist. Uh, other than, well, you talk to Dave all the time. Uh, but I've, it's taken me years. I guess the first true. ten years I knew Dave, we barely spoke. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. <laughs> and you guys lived together. Yeah, yeah, wow. I know. It was all awkward. Bob, it was like a <laughs> post-it notes. <laughs> For the first two weeks, I thought if you no, I did no, anyway. That's not how that goes. Anyway, so we went there, um, and then on the Sunday we went to Black Market Bar. I had a painkiller for breakfast. Uh, Prescription? <laughs> no, the, the the tropical drink with um, what's that? Pineapple. Uh, it's rums, pineapple, uh, coconut, and orange juice, and <laughs> nutmeg on top. That's the breakfast part. <laughs> then I made uh, then I made whiskey sours that night with bourbon I bought. I traded Joe's bourbon. It's like ten ten fifty. Ten fifty for a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> and wow. it's decent bourbon. It's decent bourbon. I tell you. America. Why aren't they all drunk? <laughs> I think they are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we went to Holly Hawk House. Whatever. Um, then the next day we went to Harlow's. I had the live band Dark Bar. Uh, which is Wild Turkey 101 uh, bourbon, uh, Maro di Angostura, Peixos, Bitters, Lafroig Mist, and uh, lemon oils. So they, I didn't get the Lafroig Mist so much. I guess they went, but I didn't, uh, you know. There we go. Here's the, my evidence, Your Honor. There you go. A golden face, into the garden, accidental Wes Anderson, and live band Dark Bar. I think Sheila had the accidental Wes Anderson. I would have had the accidental Wes Anderson as well. <laughs> What's in the accidental Wes Anderson? Uh, Redemption High... I don't know. It's, there's a flash in it. High Rye bourbon. Mm. Rye bourbon? I don't know. Stolen 11-year whiskey. Chamomile Benedictine. Strega. Angostura bitters. Orange bitters and oils. Actually, that sounds pretty good, too. Yeah. But um, I think we drove there. Stolen. I don't know who makes stolen. I guess stolen probably does. Yeah. Because they have <laughs> stolen rum over here. Mm. Huh, Into the Garden has tequila in it, so that would scare us all. <laughs> we tried to get into um, the... Um... You want to see that? No. It's no. words on paper. <laughs> but a picture. It's a mm. picture of words on paper. Mm. Which is something, yeah. at least. Um, uh, the, the Chinese place in the train car. Uh, Formosa. Formosa. We tried to get in there. The night we tried to get in there, I said, oh... Yeah, the Writers Guild has a meeting tonight. Uh, that's right, they booked the whole place. Now, Dave's a member of the Writers Guild. I he could have got you in. I tried to get... I, tried, not? I, I sent Glenn a text. He said, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because we went... Uh, the guy came out. The guy... Oh, uh, yeah, no. We're, we've got the place booked tonight uh, in an hour. But, you know, we're, we're not going to do anything for a while. So I'm sure they'll let you in. I mean, I, I don't work here. But it's fine with me. <laughs> and so I go to the... We go to the girl. She said, no. It's booked. You can't... You can't. We just want to... Uh, no. So we never made it in there. They had two and a half million dollar renovation. Wow! So now we have to go back to L.A. Well, there you go. I would file a grievance with the writers. <laughs> I'm going to yes, exactly. <laughs> I think I can. It will go to arbitration, but yeah. you know, it might win. Well, even a fair settlement. That's yeah. all I'm looking. Couldn't for. Have, does this writers guild member have a plus one that you could have gone <laughs> well, in with him? Yeah, he, dis- he disappeared into the back with his I don't know his briefcase. Typical so. writer. Oh yeah. Behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah you know why you're behind the scenes. You're writers. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, that's uh, a shame. Yeah, it was too bad. Uh, what did we do next? Oh, we went to... Um, so that was 
Monday. So yeah, Live Man Dog Park. Um, then the next day we went to Village Idiot on uh, Melrose. Never heard of it. Uh, it's just a neighborhood. No, doesn't hey. exist. I've never heard of it. Really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> could be. It's like uh, it's like that Irish village that uh, only appears once every hundred years. Brigadoon. Yeah, exactly. So it could be. It may never. So that might have been it. It's never never was there. It's never going to be there. Hundred <laughs> years. I'm just kidding. Really? I'm not. <laughs> uh, so we had a couple drinks there. That was good. Uh, we ate stuff. Wednesday we went to the Tiki Tea. Yay! Yay! It was your final day. Final day. I had Ray's mistake because mm-hmm. you have to. I have to. Nobody else had to. It was just me. But I always like Ray's mistake. And then I had a space pilot. By which point, you know, whatever. But uh, and that was where we met the guys. Which also what your liver said. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yes. Right. So it's like, it what's the point they of do protesting? Tra- a little sidebar here. They still do transplants, right? <laughs> At the tiki tea. <laughs> The, sure. the, the alley behind the TKT. <laughs> <laughs> Livers? Liver problems back here? Back here. So this is the weird thing. So uh, as you know, when I'm out in public, um, I like to talk to people. Not true. No. Not true. No. So, uh, He's uh, sullen and <laughs> moody. 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 Mercurial? So, yeah. So these two, very mercurial. These two guys. Have I told you this? No, I've, I've only just got back. You got time? So uh, these two... No. Uh, okay, I'll make it quick. So these two, two guys showed up, and, they, and then after we heard them talking to people, they had German accents. And one of the guys was dressed like Indiana Jones, and the other guy just was dressed like some guy from the Alps. So it was kind of a weird combination, but no, that's fine. Everybody seemed to either know them. He was they were bringing, And they were bringing boxes of stuff in. I said, what? I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. None of it made any sense to me. Um, so anyway, it turns out that the, uh, the guy who... Um, looked like he was from uh, the Alps, <laughs> is one of the co-owners of The Bitter Truth. Uh, and uh, the other guy is a filmmaker who's done documentaries on Tiki. Wow. Uh, they're both from Germany, so which is The Bitter Truth is also from Germany. And I, I actually had some that I got free with a bottle of Havana Club rum. Well, there you go. The Bitter Truth, Essence of Cuba. This is Island Fruit. This is a Havana Club... Uh, is it got the rum flavoring in it or something? I think it's maybe... it's crafted with Havana Club yeah. for better stuff drinks. <laughs> so that's their whole thing. So we actually um, island fruit. Uh, Johan and Stefan. Stefan's the guy from Bitter Truth, and Johan's the uh, the documentary guy. But they they um, they were first. They were giving us the eye. We had a table in the corner, and uh, at first the lady, yes, I'm out of time. The ladies were thinking, oh, we look, we must look exotic. Then they realized they wanted the table. Because they were doing tasting, so uh, so uh, Stefan came over <laughs> and to get us out. <laughs> he didn't. You should. You know what's going on outside a parade? <laughs> oh, maybe it's, of something. But it's Mickey Mickey Mouse. <laughs> you like? Uh, he was great. We shouldn't say that. No. They're going to listen to the podcast. So I've got. They will. Because yeah. I I've got twenty four okay, minutes. Edit that out. <laughs> I've got twenty four. He was a great guy. Okay. Uh, twenty four minutes of him talking about the rum. I recorded it on my phone, but I'm not going to play it right now. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> but uh, but anyway, does he have so, an accent? Uh, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. But uh, not as not as, not as bad as mine. So there's that. Uh, but anyway, so they're they the bitter truth. But now they've got their own line of rums called Tiki Lover Rums, and they were introducing them. And Tiki Tea is going to start using them. Tiki Lover. Tiki Lover. Tiki Lover Rums. Yep, is what they're called. So and it's, the, and it, it's owned by the Bitter Truth people. Yes, not it, just uh, friends of the no, Bitter it's Truth. It's made people. by them. It's their thing. So they're bringing rums from Caribbean 
taking them to Germany and blending and mixing and doing all kinds of stuff. Mm, but not from the Caribbean. They're not interested in... No, not the Caribbean. Caribbean. No, uh, that's the wrong side of the tracks right. from their perspective. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we had we had we tasted a bunch of it. Uh, the the pineapple stuff, if we can ever get our hands on it, it tastes like they've just taken grilled pineapple and put it right in the rum. It mm. it's not chemically at all. It, it's it's like it's pretty remarkable stuff. Dave's going to California in a few weeks. Maybe they'll have yeah, it available at like Bevmo. Yes, they might. Because yeah, I said, where can I get this in town? He said, Oh, it's just launched today. So nowhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hmm. So. But they were pouring samples for people in the bar. Yep. So people were drinking their own drinks and yep. as well as <laughs> augmenting it with ounces of rum. <laughs> well, you know, quarter ounces of rum. But as many as you as want. As many as you want. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we had a bunch of those. Uh, but it was great stuff. The dark rum is great. The white rum has a lot of punch to it. They're, they're all overproof. Uh, but extra flavorful. So that that way they say when you mix it in the drink, you still get the flavors coming through. Wow. So that's the theory behind that. So they were great. So um, I'm trying to hook up with those guys on Facebook and Instagram and stuff. And they, uh, yeah, so I've, I've ordered the DVD. That was their plan all along. <laughs> Get my $33. Well, let's give them a huge shout out right yeah. now because we would love to have any and all samples mm -hmm. yeah. dumped upon us. <laughs> exactly. Bitter so, truth, bitters. And he had their falernum. Their falernum is killer. I mean, oh. the velvet falernum is. Two people died while we were the, in the bar. <laughs> the bitter truth. That's the bitter truth. Uh, it was great. And he thought that it was up here. He said getting their rum up here is going to be a bit of a struggle because it's Canada. Mm. Well, you can get it in. It's just I don't know who's going to spend $175 on a bottle of rum. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> that you could buy for 15 in yeah, Southern California. Exactly. So we'll see how that how that plays out. But the, he, thought, he thought the Falernum was up here, and I know their bitters are up here. So yes. I thought maybe the Flarenum might be, although it depends on the percent rum. It might be. I've seen percent. I've seen a large bottle of Bitter Truth something or other. Oh, okay. Almost a wine bottle size bottle. Yeah, that seems to me. It might have been slightly smaller. It might have been like a 500 milliliter bottle, okay. but it was a larger bottle of something that said Bitter Truth on it. But I forget what was actually the flavor was in it. Was great. Mm. So I'm I'm trying to hunt that down. So why I, I headed out to the co-op. Oh, to yes. see that they, if they had that, but they did not. Now, Co-op has a fantastic selection, but they wouldn't have that. I think you've got to go Legacy downtown. Yeah, I think Legacy is the Legacy! Home of the bitter truth! <laughs> or contact the Modern Bar. Yeah. Uh, and he said, well, if you're having trouble getting it, just contact me. Oh, well, you're having trouble getting it. I am. That, that's officially happened. Mm -hmm. So now are you going to contact him, or yeah. do you have to get uh, a wife or a friend of a wife to... <laughs> no, uh, I'm, uh, I'm okay now. You're okay now. I'm okay now. I was a little off, you know, at first, but... No, they're both such great guys. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. What a happy story. Oh, I know. We just stumbled into it. Just sort of like the, the whole thing with Shag. We just, it was on Instagram, and, it, and I thought, I kept reading it. I said, does this say open bar? That was the only part that really happened. <laughs> I'm not sure that this is a... <laughs> Real ink? Yeah, it was, it was a, true. A, a, and everybody said, no, that says open bar. I said, so that's true. Shag will be there signing his own artwork. No, 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 no. It's open bar. All night, yeah. open bar. Yeah. Is that, and it was. It doesn't say I have to buy anything. It just says no. open. Could you corroborate? <laughs> that was the whole thing. Because it was either there or um, or the uh, the place downtown in L.A. Anyway, anyway, that was my story. I've got the book. You got the book. I, I gave yes, you, you gave me you a little. This looks quite neat. It's got recipes in it. A little bit of their story. 
talks about how they make the rums and that kind of stuff. Mm. So maybe there's some drinks in there that we can make at yeah, some point. Yeah, they have a hurricane, tiki lover's dark rum, and lemon juice and passion fruit syrup. So it's probably similar to a, a traditional hurricane, except that you're saying that it's going to be oomph because of yeah. their of their stuff. Most of them are, are standards, but I think there might be a couple in there that are theirs. So. Maybe Grog, Scorpion, mm. Murder by the Sea by Mr. Von Hagen. Here you go. Tiki lover's white rum, fresh lemon juice, sugar syrup, the bitter truth Creole bitters, Salt, beetroot juice, and a fresh egg white. Okay. I would try any of these. <laughs> so we got to try and get, get hold of some of this. Set the sails by Simon Coster. Well, but, but we could even... This is with the Tiki Lover's Pineapple, and this one has mezcal in it, lime juice, pandan syrup. Um, <laughs> out! <laughs> Lover's Julep. Oh, at Disneyland right now, if you order the mint julep, yeah. it's got a... Uh, you get a little hammered uh, cup with it now. Oh, what? Yeah. 14 bucks, but you oh, get a little hammered no, stainless still. steel cup to go. That'd be nice. Bitter Truth Elderflower Liqueur. Okay. Oh, I got it. See, I think I saw a liqueur of some sort, so I don't think it was the Falerna, oh, but now that I realize that they've got all of this stuff, do they have a blurb at the beginning that talks about, oh, oh, they, oh, they got a fun logo on there. Yeah. Dark rum, pineapple flavored rum, 45%, 50%, 57%. The evolution of Polynesian pop. Well, yeah. we might have a... We might have a little tiki in our future here. I think so. Rums are all natural and at higher proof for more intensity, flavor, and taste. And it's going to get you dunk. <laughs> but that's but beside the point. That's the secondary. Yes, no, they've done... This is fantastic. Look at this, the rum barrel. Tiki lover's white rum, tiki lover's dark rum, tiki lover's <laughs> pineapple, the bitter truth pimento dram, the bitter truth golden falernum, absinthe, the bitter truth aromatic bitters... Orange juice, pineapple juice, pink grapefruit juice, lime juice, honey mixed grenadine syrup. Oh, yeah. Shake with ice and give unstrained <laughs> in the barrel mug. Wow. I don't know if you could shake that. I think you'd have to put it in a paint mixer. <laughs> oh, anyway. cool. Well, uh, well, for future... Well, good homework. Yeah. No, we got work to do. I'm going to work on that. Let's try this strange little drink. Yeah. To, to wrap up our evening here. The Fender Bender. The Fender Bender. Cue the guitar. Yes. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, iconic. The iconic Fender. I'm going to wash my orange, if you know what I mean. Sure. Gosh, your orange. Now, as I said at the beginning of this uh, marathon edition of The Gentleman of Elegant Leisure, that there was three different Fender Benders, and we chose the one that we could just get ingredients for. <laughs> Which I think is a good way to go. I think it's a good way to go. And it was mentioned on at least two websites... Yeah. So it it's, counts. Yeah, yeah, I think it's so. popular. It's like the Stratocaster of Fender. <laughs> and so the thing is that this measures out only one ounce, which is going to be perfect for us. Mm -hmm. But we thought that perhaps this was a shooter. However, this particular ingredient here by Big Doggies, spelled completely wrong, as you can imagine. Mm hmm. There's two-thirds of an ounce of Yukon Jack, which is a strange... Uh, we're going to try this stuff on its own at some point, too, I would think. Yeah. Uh, Yukon Jack liqueur, the black sheep of Canadian liquors. Really? <laughs> yeah. And there's even uh, there's a, a grainy image of uh, Yukon Jack, the black sheep of the Canadian liquors. <laughs> it says, Yukon Jack can be poured straight on the rocks. Actually, no, sorry, there's a comma. Yukon Jack can be poured straight... On the rocks or in a mixed drink. They have one here called Snake Bite, which is Yukon Jack lime juice over ice. They have one here called the Northern Lights, which is a Yukon Jack 
and cranberry juice and orange juice. So who knows? It could be similar to uh, uh, like a Jack Daniels. No, uh, Southern Comfort. I was thinking it might be similar to a Southern Comfort or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. It's forty percent. It makes oh. no sense. Wow, forty. I didn't. I didn't even look. I for some reason I thought it was like thirty percent, like a, like one of those like Tennessee like um, Jack Daniels honey. You know. Yeah. Who is she? Who's Jack Daniels honey? <laughs> Susie. <laughs> Susie. What's that smell like? Nothing. <laughs> oranges. Yeah. <laughs> it might be the oranges. It might be the oranges in front of your nose. Uh, and so it's uh, two-thirds of an ounce of Yukon Jack and a third of an ounce of Cuddy Sark whiskey. Which you had Cuddy Sark. Which I had. That's weird. Why would you have Cuddy Sark? Because I knew we were going to be doing this. Oh. But then... I know I've uh, there, I got one of them faulty bottles. Yeah, because uh, I just got this the other day and half of it's evaporated. The angel share. Maybe it's uh, where you. Which room are you keeping it in? Um, my be- <laughs> my bedroom. Huh. Well, maybe that's the problem. I keep it in the back of my toilet. <laughs> so it's got more Yukon Jack than mm-hmm. it does Cuddy Sark. But when we're all done here, we're going to have an ounce of uh, booze because yeah. everything's forty percent in this exactly. uh, particular game. So we're gonna. This says combine in a rocks glass filled with crushed ice. We don't have crushed ice. We just, but we have itty bitty uh, ice. Yeah. So we'll put uh, we'll put it in the thing. Oh yeah, in and the thing we'll, there. We'll put it in the thing in the thing. And then we'll put it in our bush. Yes. So I'm gonna sort of eyeball it because uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't have a two thirds measurement on here, but it would be that, mm-hmm. and the rest of it would be this. Are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I'm going to do that. Oh, I Dump, see. Everybody gets a glass of uh, nonsense oh, here. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Two-thirds of an ounce you're, of Yukon Jack. You're doing individual pours. Look yes. I'm cleaning each one of my individual <laughs> pours. And a little bit of cutty sock in here for this guy. And then we thought, speaking about it, that it would be fun to put a uh, an orange wedge in it. You did. Or an orange peel. Mm-hmm. Only because it seemed... Like it was just going to be a glass of scotch. <laughs> I, yeah. Which is not the end of the world by any no, means. But still. And uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, a little orange can't hurt it, I wouldn't think. Oh, I think we just... And, uh, since you're feeling poorly. Yeah. A little bit of vitamin C. I'm going to use the back end of my uh, onion skewer to give everything a little stir here. To give it a bit of a chill. Now, if this was over crushed this. ice... Oh. Did you want the spoon? Sure. It was, that was for the pickled onions, oh, which I didn't, I, which I used the skewer for anyway. Oh, so we just sort of flipped it around. We flipped it around, oh, which okay. you can do at home as well. Oh, wow! Yeah, you got a lot Sorry, of strength I, in your right arm. I took my eye off it. I'm the Sammy Sosa of the bartending crowd. What a nice little boys there. Settle down there, big fella. And then, just for the fun of it, in will go the orange peel. Let's make it look nice. Yeah, on top there. This is for Fredders. And this that's is one for of our... the always imaginative Dave Coyne. Yeah, and this is for the lovely Jason Dedrick. That's one of our prestige decanters glasses. Yes, prestige decanters. When you need something to put booze in and hold up by your face, choose glass. That's actually pretty good. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. What you say there. Now, this. I would drink all night, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's not bad at all. No. It's not um, super imaginative, but there's something going on. 
the sweetness is there. It's not just like if you don't like scotch, mm-hmm. you maybe would like this. You'd go, oh, I get it. I could have that. No, yeah. that's fine. Ice yeah. cold, sweetie Union Jack. Because mm-hmm. I've been drinking the Cuddy Sark straight. Oh, oops. <laughs> I mean, it's been evaporating and I've been able to smell it. And it's uh, it's um, it's uh, scotchy. Yeah. If I was going to make it for me, like mm-hmm. this would be great for Laura the way it is. Mm-hmm. I would maybe go half and half. Half and half, just to get a bit more scotchy scotch. Yeah. Sure. You can do that. In just... fact, I did half and half on yours, so you're <laughs> oh, incorrect. Maybe three quarters and one quarter. It's similar, I think, to a rusty nail, am I right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was Drambuie, Drambuie, which is a scotch liqueur. Right, that's what I was thinking of, Drambuie. But a, but a fancy scotch liqueur. Yeah. The bottle costs twice as much as what mm-hmm. Union Yukon Jack. They are not the black sheep. But not the black sheep. No. Yeah, this is a rusty nail. Yeah. It's like your fender bender got caught on a rusty nail. <laughs> Dear. But I do like it. I like it, and I like the Gibson. These are the first drinks we've done on this show in about three months that I actually like. <laughs> actually like. Yeah, I know we had a bit of a losing streak there for a while. Yeah. But that was, uh, yeah. This gives me hope to go on mm-hmm. and on and on. Yeah, uh, but no, this is uh, quite pleasant. I I, I worried because it was so simple. One mistake and you're finished. Yes, exactly. And when the, then when we realized that the proportions might be uh, shooter shooterish, mm-hmm. I yeah. thought, well, I don't know if that fits within our purview yeah. if we can do shooters. No, so it turns out we can. I guess we can. But if it's, you had it's sippable. Ice. Yeah, no, I think it's nice. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it would be like. Uh, not completely chilled with so much ice. Mm-hmm. Like, what if you just threw one cube in it and then did it? Or right. sometimes you would do with with yeah. a scotch or a bourbon, right? Or something. Yeah. But I think it's. I think the ice works. A little dilution. Yes, it's nice. That's that's a good point because perhaps we haven't tried the Yukon Jack on its own. Mm-hmm. You want a little sh- shot? Glass? Oh boy, do I! I think Dave does exactly what the doctor ordered. Well, he's he's taken his um, he fender out to, uh, to Jessica for testing, so he must like it. <laughs> that enough for you to try? Oh, yeah, that'll do. Because you're gonna have you get to keep the bottle. You you won the you uh, <laughs> I won the prize. <laughs> it's like a meat draw. Well, we got a winner from the wife. No, <laughs> I'm afraid the fender bender got the thumbs down or the yeah the martini. No, she she liked the martini. She didn't like the really the didn't like fender. the fender bender. That's, that's exactly the opposite of where I thought that was going to go. Yeah. I put it to you that that woman is an imposter. It's not your <laughs> wife at all. My God, <laughs> we have unmasked her. Uh-huh. We knew this would finally work. Yes, we were just trying the Union. Uh, I want to call it the Union Jack. In fact, I think I might have an idea for a liqueur out there <laughs> if you want to get in on this. Uh, did you want to try some of the uh, Yukon Jack straight? No. Okay. I'm going to try it. Is it super sweet? Uh, it's funny. Because it's so strong, no. I mean, it is. It's, it's sort of Grand Marnier-like. Oh, it is Grand Marnier-like. Yeah. Which would must drive the Grand Marnier people nuts. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pennies on the dollar. Yes, it's like, this is on sale right now in Canada, <laughs> uh, here in B.C., for $18.99, plus our horrific so taxes. What's, what's that? $10 Canadian, or um, American. That's right, and yet if you can probably get it in the states for about uh, two ninety five. It's going to be my guess. Yeah. It's going to sit up on the rack next to the roses uh, cordial. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
it's actually a little rough uh, on its own. Yeah. It's the Diageo Canada. Oh, those guys. Yeah. And so that's who's making this now. Uh, I think they're... They own everything? They own almost everything. <laughs> but they don't own the other guy. Owns. Yeah. It's hmm. just the two companies now. Uh, but, um, I think it's made to be mixed. It is. It's made to be mixed. Or, yeah, like I say, the snake bite is two ounces of this stuff with a dash of lime juice over ice. And I guess the lime juice would... Yeah. Well, I don't know. Now go back to the... Uh, maybe the maybe the proportions yeah. are pretty good here on mm -hmm. it. I think I'm going to enjoy oh, yeah. this. It's so mellow. I think I'm going to enjoy this more as the ice melts a bit. Yeah. Just to, to no, even that, it out. It's a bit mm -hmm. sweetie overpowering. Yeah, it's, yes. a, it's, a, it's a sipper. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you want to give it some time to mm -hmm. to, to mellow, to mature. Yeah, much like Canada, the country itself. Really? Perhaps. I don't know. We've been around a long, uh, a lot longer than people think. <laughs> <laughs> people seem to think Canada's like an afterthought. They say, "No, we've been here." Mm -hmm. Ask Jacques Cartier. We've been around for a good Hudson, long time. Hudson's Bay has been around. The store has been around for three hundred years. So yeah, plus. You know. And the Knights Templar thought we were worthy enough to bury some treasure on an island in Nova Scotia. Oh, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> we so now is that, have they got it yet? Because I, I checked an episode uh, just recently. Well, and, they're working on it. We're getting closer. We now close. move into Dave and I's segment. <laughs> Oak Island. Oak Island. Podcast. Analyzed. Yeah. Oak Island digging deeper. I, actually, I think they call it digging deeper when they do their specials. They do call it digging deeper. I know there's no time, but I'll just uh, I got a bottle of this. Creme de Noyau. Because I was looking for another bottle of the chocolate stuff. This is from um, uh, Tempest Fugit. I was going to say Carpe Diem. But, you know, it's Latin. Sure. E pluribus unum. <laughs> and, um... Quid pro quo. Just to <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. show you how topical we are. But have a whiff. Is this hazelnut? Is it? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Hmm. That was the question. Because Noya isn't really nuts, so... I don't... I know. I, I, I think anything with it that begins with N it's is nutty, nut. But it's actually it? not made with nuts. Oh, yes. It's like an amaretto. But is it? Is it? <laughs> well, that smells quite nice. But it's, it's, a, it's, it's more pure smelling, I think, than an amaretto. If you want to have a sippy sip. All right, let me get rid of my Yukon Jack. <laughs> oh, dear. So I can't, what are they bringing in that car sharing, <laughs> that Uber business? Yeah. Oh, it's a frightening red color, though. It is. Neat. Which is neat. It's made with the same stuff that they use to make um, red velvet uh, cake. Asbestos? Oh. <laughs> yes. Do you want it's to try it straight? Crusher? Sure. Crushed beetles. Just a little bit. It's funny, we have some red velvet cake here in the house. Oh. They don't use that, uh, the beetles anymore for the, for the cakes. Oh, are you going to have some, or you tried I, it already? No, I had some. I, but I like it. You didn't drink it right out of the bottle, did you? We don't want to catch bit. your illness. What Just on the way. Remind me of uh, sadness, <laughs> no misery. <laughs> Thank you. Lost loves, no nothing failure. <laughs> no, nothing that visceral. Everything I have reminds me of that. <laughs> right. I got to get new stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. Mm. Yeah, no, you're right though. I shouldn't have. I it's, shouldn't have. It smells like those little, kind of like those cinnamon heart candy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a little bit of that going in it. I shouldn't have done all those bad jokes though, because you're exactly right. On the smell, there's like there's something from our childhood. Yeah. It's like a childhood candy, or there's yeah. a childhood something. Yeah, 
So, so you know, Temp- Tempest Fugit. Uh, Where'd you get this in the states? I, I, yeah, I've been looking. I was looking for the chocolate one. I wanted to get a second bottle, and then I saw this. And I thought, this is also hard to get. So I thought, well, I'm going to get something different. Mm, I like that. Yeah, this is a very special concoction. Yeah, so the cinnamon heart, apricot stone kernels, bitter almonds, and other botanicals. It's a, a traditional French recipe. Well, it's fantastic, and they're, they're from Switzerland. They're very wise to keep out the obvious cinnamon flavors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, there's no, there's, there's some other seasonings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cinnamon, I would say. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is. Uh, so I'm looking for a cocktail to, to make with that to, to bring so it can come back. Yes, welcome back, uh, Creme de Noyau. You seem to be like one of those forgotten ingredients that should be... Uh, I think that's what it is. I think it was they... Because a lot... There are... It's the same old story. Uh, I got it because I, I know there's a bunch of recipes that call for this that I couldn't make. And I've yet to find any of them. Exactly. <laughs> well, then I'll bring Liquor 43 out and they can duke it out. <laughs> I've been looking through my books. Where is that recipe? Dave reminded me of the liqueur that he got me from um, the Czech Republic. Oh, yeah. So what was that called? Bar- Bar- Baron... Check off some burn or something. Some of the bee. Some of the bee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. And there's a simple recipe for it. So oh. we could have, we could have cookie <laughs> uh, Eastern European. Eastern yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. That fender bender's not bad, you know. No, the fender bender, which I thought we were going in was a little. And I was worried about the other fancier fender bender because I thought it was just going to be another bitter Campari yeah, kind yeah. of type of uh, mm-hmm. Negroni drink. Right. Which are great, but mm. I don't want them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right now. And so this, which seemed like sort of rot gut. Yeah. And it might be, mm. but it's still good. I think the, the, the Cuddy Sark takes the edge off the Yukon Jack mm-hmm. in a nice way. It, it just it just mellows it out just enough the way, the way it should have been. <laughs> the way if, the, if Yukon Jack was a real guy, yeah. you know how Cuddy Sark whiskey sort of took... It takes the same age off of his booze as it does off the real guy. <laughs> right. Imagine an angry guy in a cabin. <laughs> Here's a bottle of Cuddy Sark. It's my gold clay. Ooh, Cuddy Sark. I'll have that. Oh, you guys are welcome to stay of the week. <laughs> but go. stay away from my gold. <laughs> well, yeah. My daughter. My <laughs> daughter. Well, you can have my daughter. <laughs> What about your goal? Stay away from my gold. Damn it. Oh, Yukon Jack. <laughs> you got more gold here than you can ever spend. <laughs> Isn't the search for gold really the treasure? <laughs> I don't know. Is it Jack? <laughs> the search no. is his own reward. Exactly. Like in Indiana Jones, right? Yeah. Knowledge was their mm-hmm. treasure. They were archaeologists. <laughs> mm. Their treasure was knowledge. It's, it, it's knowledge a, was their treasure. Uh, <laughs> uh, How am I going to pay off my mortgage with knowledge? <laughs> Do they have any other trinkets? You know, at least I can pay off my line of credit. She's uh, Louise. Will carvings was that also? So of the two, yes, this the is Fender Bender or the Gibson. Which would you? And I've gone back to the Gibson. That's a hard one to go back to after the. I think we did them in the right order. Yeah. We had a little discussion at the beginning of the show whether mm-hmm. we would open with the uh, Yukon Jack and finish with the Gibson, but we decided that new. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what would I get? Would I get a Gibson guitar, or would I get? A, would I choose a Fender? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's if, another... if it was a guitar, which would you pick? Oh, that's a tough one. You can have either one. Mm. Which one would you pick? See, that's why we get the big bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Send in your big bucks with a self-addressed <laughs> stamped envelope. Jeez, I don't know. What's wrong? I've had a Gibson before. Well, I've then you're not a, getting either one. I've never had a Fender guitar. I've got a Fender bass. Acoustic bass. Oh, which is not really a guitar. I think I lean towards the Fender for the guitar, but I'm, I'm definitely going to go for the Gibson on the drink. Excellent. There you go. I am going to chime in now, and then we will leave Fred to pull up the rear. I... Hi. Because, well, unless you want to go in, then I'll pull no, up the rear. No, that's good. But I'm not pulling up my pants. No. Where they, you play them where they lie. <laughs> works with golf, works with pants. <laughs> um, it's so long ago that we had the Gibson. <laughs> I know. I had what, a lot of talking. What I liked about the Gibson, and I think I said it when we were having it, is it's classic. It's, uh, it's, it's an environmental drink. Like I don't, I can't imagine sitting at a bar at the wrong, at the wrong environment having that. Mm. This is, this is the kind of drink that I got into cocktails for originally. This is a silver platter to me. This is crystal stuff in the background, mm. and then you have this drink, and it's there's an elegance to it. I think this is how I'm playing it out in my head. I when we had it, I said that I would order it again, and that's great. Now, uh, going to the Yukon Jack. Here's here's how I'm going to differentiate them. Uh, the Gibson is a cocktail bar drink. Mm. The Yukon Jack, I drink at home. Mm. And I enjoy them both for different reasons. Mm. This one I'm going to get uh, very, very drunk, and then I'm going to start <laughs> shooting at the cats with uh, the Nerf gun. This one, mm. I'm going to fall down in the gutter outside of the finest restaurant in town. <laughs> Perfect. Neither of those are true. I love my cats. I would not do that. And there's a time when I would have said that I did not love my cats, mm -hmm. but I, I have lately. Do you have a Nerf gun? I don't even have a Nerf. Oh, I have a Nerf gun. Do you? You want to borrow and shoot your cats? No cash outlay on my part, so then I just start to. No, we just had the little scared one come around. Oh, so cats I love it. Do they? <laughs> okay, I'm in. Why do you have a Nerf gun? Ah, uh, my wife likes to shoot a Nerf gun. At uh, oh, at me mostly. <laughs> oh, okay. Really? Yeah. All right, we're gonna have to have her as a guest on the show sometime. I think so. It could be a or this imposter. <laughs> really? Um, this is how she commands you to do things around the house. No, she's vacuum. She thinks it's funny. Okay. I think it's funny. You didn't have to buy it, did you? Oh my God, that would be no. awful if you bought the gun and you're the guy that gets shot with it. Just showed no, up, it just showed up one day, you opened their drawer and there's, why is there a gun in here? Can we see it? Can we see the gun? Yeah, yeah it's around here somewhere. Oh, fantastic. I'll have to go on the lot. All right. Yeah, yeah, well, Fred well, has no, to get his talk about on So, the, uh, it's, you know, for almost, actually, very similar reasons to you, mm -hmm. the Gibson, because it was a revelation. All right, maybe that's too big. It was more than I thought yes. it would be. Yeah. Uh, it's simple, uh, but it, and, and I've had a gin martini or two. I've had a lot of vodka martinis or whatever they're called. Mm -hmm. But I guess you could try that with the vodka martini yeah. situation. I don't know. What but I, but I would do those those things, even though you're mm -hmm. spooked by the vermouth. Oh my god! <laughs> Dave's got a gun. <laughs> Dave's got a gun. Wow. Yeah. Dave's just. And so it's got just some some sort of dart, nerf <laughs> bullet, dart bullet thing, nerf bullet, huh. right? Wow, and he's gonna shoot it. Do you have to? Do you have to pull this thing oh, back yeah. or anything? Is this the? Uh... There we go. Oh, I see. And oh. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. I would so feel... she does that. How close is she when she shoots you with that? Like 
Oh, she can be pretty close. <laughs> now, there's no pain, is there? Not really, unless you give it in the eye. Right. So far, it's been good. You might want to look into protective eyewear. I'm just yeah. uh, safety first. Oh, it's the glow shot. It will glow in the dark too. Well, so that does. Pull this back to mm. arm it, Don't. and I will shoot it over to the corner here too, just to see. Why don't you shoot Dave? <laughs> I think. Please, I got enough of that. I feel like he's. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's yeah, accurate, yeah, yeah. too. It's not too bad. Yeah. And what, do you just throw this in the front here like this? Yeah. Huh. And then, oh, I see. It actually pulls onto that. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to arm it for you, Freddie, mm-hmm. and you get to take a shot, too. Oh, I didn't do it right, I don't think, because as I pulled it back, it wasn't ready to... To uh, I don't think I... Hmm. I don't think you I have sh- to strip it? If Eric was here, he'd strip that thing down in two seconds. Oh, maybe that is it. Oh, that's probably it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it didn't go any further than that. Oh, that's good. Hmm. Yeah, no, you're good. Here, pull that back. Uh, make sure the safety's off. Yeah. All right. Shoot that into where they can find it. I don't want to have one. <laughs> right into Jason. My arm! Finally the purple heart I've been waiting for. It works. It does. Mm-hmm. It stings. How, how is that? Did it sting? It stings, but not not awful. No. I mean, like, if that happened constantly, <laughs> ten times a second, yeah. for a hundred years, yeah. you know, that wouldn't be enjoyable. No. But it's not bad. Well, maybe we should all get one of these. <laughs> we should. <laughs> this is great. Thank you, Dave. That was uh... yes. But I feel for you. If you got shot as close <laughs> as I just got shot, mm-hmm. I'm going under the table. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Hey, well, what? No. You only got the three darts. No, we've got more <laughs> over there. She's got a clip. <laughs> That's right. Or she's got them on <laughs> a that, that, uh, bandolero. Like, bandolero full of uh, Nerf darts. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's. Uh... Holy cow. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> That's how Eric would have done the line reading. That's, That's brilliant. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've been practicing. Right here, but I want you to do the long shot so you can see the accuracy. Oh, okay. Shoot the cushion in the corner. All right, shooting the cushion in the corner. Oh, Holy cow, that's, that's super accurate. Yes, and it's very satisfying. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't understand why they want to come and take our guns away. <laughs> that's uh, You're going to pry the Nerf gun out of my cold, dead head. <laughs> well, that was a satisfying episode. I like the drinks, the good contrast. Mm-hmm. We fired uh, weapons. We fired, yeah. <laughs> guns, guns, yeah. Guns, guns and drinks. And, oh, yeah, no, I think that's uh, we should change the name of the uh, show. This is it. Guns and drinks. Yeah. But... Um, no, for different reasons. I think they're both great. I mean, I, I'd like the. Um, and I, thank God I'm getting that bottle of Yukon Jack. I don't. I know it. It's funny that you say that because as as you were saying it, I was thinking in my head, "Geez, I wish that I'd bought the uh, bottle of Yukon Jack." No, you want to take it? No, I do not because it will be it, the probably same. It has the same <laughs> flaw with my Kitty <laughs> Sark. Same, same flaw. Well, you got you got the two bottles that go together. Oh, that's right. Then they only yeah. Well, the it's slower. It'll it'll slow it down. Mm. Well, we'll figure that out. No, later. no, you take that because I think you're gonna have. You've got a bunch of whiskeys to try that one. Mm-hmm. And sure check I... us out on our uh, various social media. What channels? are our social media things? Instagram, mm-hmm. cocktail podcast on Instagram, right? Yeah, I think. What's uh, Facebook? Is cocktail gents? Cocktail gents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, www.gentlemanofelegantleisure.com. Of course, our, our website, the big mouthful, and then on uh, YouTube. Gentlemen of Elegant Leisure. You yeah, watch the whole thing. That's right. If you've watched five minutes of this... <laughs> no, then you, you're not hearing this. Yeah. <laughs> if you started right at the very beginning. Next yeah. time, I think we should shoot the Nerf gun at the camera. It'd be oh. like 3D. Oh, yeah. Oh, we don't know. Yeah. All the, all the things over here. That's okay. That's two lettermen. Is it? Isn't it? Can you, yeah. be, two, can you be two lettermen? 
Uh, tune in next time when we do drinks that might include uh, this creme de noyau and maybe liquor 43. Maybe we're going to find the, uh, the things for liquor. Oh, my gosh. Liquor 43. Went into the Lazy Susan. Mm-hmm. Lazy Susan. So, yes, check out all of our things. Leave comments at the bottom of the page. And, uh... Oh, <laughs> so close. Let me try one more of these. This is obviously completely <laughs> habit forming. <laughs> your, your fingers are very long. <laughs> it's, it's like a handful of snakes. That's what she said. <laughs> All right. Huh? Oh. Close. Yeah, they, 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 you need about a mile. Can you, can you put something in this that'll make it go further? I, uh, I have a little story to tell you about guns, then mm-hmm. we'll uh, wrap it up. I was. Uh, I used to work at a video store mm-hmm. in Surrey, British Columbia. Doesn't sound familiar. Uh, Surrey, British Columbia, is the most violent borough <laughs> in all of Canada. Yeah, it comes and goes. Yeah, it comes and goes. I say that because it's not a borough, and so I can't be uh, held accountable. Doug McCallum can't come to my house, <laughs> but it's had its share of uh, crime oh, problems, as all it cities has. do. Yeah, but you know. The only reason I say this is because I worked at a video store in an area that might have had some problems, more so now, actually, than when I worked there uh, 30 years ago or whatever the hell it was. 27 years ago? Who's counting? (coughs) Me. (laughs) And the guy I was working with, he had a handgun that shot pellets, but Mm. it looked like a dirty, hairy kind of a thing. Really? Yeah. It was magnum. Like a big, I think it looked like a magnum. Now I don't. Now I don't remember. Now I want to make it all silver and make it look more like a cowboy gun. Any any gun pointed at you, it looks pretty big. Yeah, it was a it, it was a big version of whatever the gun. I'm just remember if it had chambers or if it had a clip. I mean, it probably had a clip because it shot these BB pellet things. Anyway, he brought it to work one night. It was a slow night at the video store, <laughs> and so we were set up pop cans on the shelf oh, nice. over in the. Kids' corner, <laughs> and then we took turns trying to knock them down by using his monster, dirty, hairy mm-hmm. uh, pellet gun mm-hmm. situation thing. And uh, the only way I could think of to shoot it to justify shooting it, <laughs> not even to justify shooting it, because it's just the game. The game just happened to be knocked stuff down. The right. fact that I was using something that could take out a child's eye was uh, irrelevant, unfortunately. Yeah. I was scared of it at first because I don't like guns. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, after you've shot a gun, you're just you're cuckoo for guns. Yeah. Anyway, and so I stood there upright, all six foot one of me, with mm-hmm. my arm outstretched, with yep. the gun pointed at the thing. Yep. And I shot at those cans. Yep. Bang, bang, oh, bang. Yeah. And sometimes they went down. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was fantastic. But I didn't think what it looked like outside at 11.30 at night. Oh, yeah. With me lit up in the fishbowl <laughs> fish environment of the video store. The guy shooting off a gun. <laughs> with a gun. Yeah. Fired. Nothing happened from that, Ooh. other than the girl that was on the uh, morning shift when she vacuumed. There was a whole bunch of <laughs> clattery things over in the, in the kids' corner mm. that went up into the uh, in the old vacuum cleaner. Wow. Anyway. Well, I'm glad to hear that you weren't shot by the police as some sort of a bandito. That's the kind of thing that could have happened. Like just mm. the, the, the like the wrong coincidental call comes in. Mm-hmm. We've got shots fired. Guys are driving on the roads, and there's the guy there. Now, fortunately, we're Canadian, so ideally somebody would have come in the door and said, but throw it on your weapon, as opposed to just <laughs> straight <laughs> the building like they would in the movies. Mm. Anyway, that was the first and last time I've ever shot even remotely a gun. Until this, tonight. Tonight, when I, the Nerf glow shot 
changed my world forever. But the problem with guns... <laughs> yeah? yeah? Is yeah. that they're only good if you shoot at something. Mm. Yeah. A target. Mm-hmm. A moving target. Mm-hmm. And then it, that's the slippery slope. Because that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's such a cool thing to be able to, to pull a trigger and see a thing go down. I know. And that's why the laser one is so much nicer. Mm-hmm. Because nobody gets hurt unless it gets you in the eye. <clears throat> Tip big! <laughs> Good night, everybody! We'll wrap this one up. Mm. Thank you for listening to the Gentleman of Elegant Leisure. If you go out to the local bar and order a Gibson or a Yukon Jack uh, Cordial, please be kind to your waitstaff because they have to suffer with a lot of idiots with guns. <laughs> be a Gentleman of Elegant Leisure and tip, tip big. big. Yeah.